Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com. With me is Peter. Hello. And. Greetings, fellow poker players. Mike. And Bren. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm fine. Pretty good. We're doing pretty, pretty good. good. Uh, you seem Mike's awfully miffed. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Um, oh, man. <laughs> how's how was everybody's weekend? Fantastic. What did you do this weekend, Peter? Got to go ahead and get certified for teaching again, so that was wonderful. Off to the sore and whatnot, but that's fine. Uh, what do you do this weekend, Mike? Uh, I still can't remember. Still can't remember? Okay. What do you do this weekend, Dan? I spend time with the family. <laughs> Brennan, what did you do this weekend? Um, Not a whole lot. Watch someone else build my fence for me. Nice. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you paid him with beer, right? <laughs> no. Oh, if by beer you mean shit. cash, then <laughs> oh, yeah. it was a chick that so you can stare at. See, whenever I need something done at my house, whenever I need something done at my house, I just buy like two twelve pack, two cases of beer, and tell my uh, in laws to come over and tell them I need this done, and I buy, I got beer, and it usually gets them over. Wow, you're a jerk. Yeah. I have no, I have no, no actually, I'm not because they just like <laughs> drinking beer. No. Um. What I do this weekend? Uh, basically, played EDH as normal, and uh, we and my friends aren't happy with League at Sneak Attack, so they what started as a simple conversation of uh, not happy became, hey, we're gonna start our own league. Uh, so I still got the giggles. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> What? Oh no, we lost Peter. We lost Peter now. Oh god. Well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep rolling through okay. here. Yeah. Um, but no, we uh, we but everyone's just not happy with the league or the league over at sneak attacks. Just like we we we're playing EDH. We want to play a certain way, and it's like when you got people like flickering, like going turn seven, <laughs> turn seven, uh, like uh, just. Turn seven infinite mana loop and just playing crater hoof like a billion times and winning and and all that stuff. It just it, it became uninteresting and unfun for for everyone. Well, at least for fellows, is still banned as a general. Yeah, that and uh, I wasn't a huge fan of like where you're playing a game and get like being that the infect rule at sneak attack is ten in an EDH game. I got infected out for twenty four infect on like turn six. Well, that's not. Their rule, that's an EDH rule, which I find yeah. very dumb. Yeah, so, like, everyone is just really, really not happy with it, and, like, everyone in my group's like, well, what if we start our own league and make our own setup? And it's like, mm, we could do that, so... Do they allow... I, is, is that one creature band that says if you get 40 life, you win? No. no. But basically, the Brother rundown... Our sovereign and Testamentarians are still legal as hell. Yeah. And Peter's back. Yeah, he is. Basically, the setup for our league is going to be really simple. We're uh, we're 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 set. We're still having achievements for points, but like at Don't the end of everything. 
but everything that we do, like, like, like you, just because you get the most points doesn't mean you're gonna get whatever prize, like the prize you want. Because we're only doing prizes that are like three to seven dollar cards, and uh, we're only, and it's like if you get the most points, you don't necessarily get to pick your card first. It's all done by NBA draft style. So mm. like, like every week you show up, you get a ticket to go, the ticket in the drawing, and then like at the end of the season, you tally up all your points that you've made over the ten weeks. Mm-hmm. And for every five points, you get another ticket in the drawing. And then we draw, like, okay, who's picking first? We draw, like, and whoever's name gets chosen, they pick their card, and then we continue to draw. If their name comes up again, they just don't pick. We we wait till the next person. And then they choose their card until everyone has their card. So the prize, because I think the problem that we had with the league was when you're using from the vault from the vaults and, like, there's like only two cards that are worth a lot. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, yeah, the two people that are really, really good point farming off each other, so they can get the high end cards, and everyone else is just getting hosed mm. and making it not fun because the prizes, prize support is just tempting enough where you you want to screw everyone else over and just. How come you don't just do it for some simple like booster packs? I, I don't know. It's it's the it's it's the way James and there's nothing against the way James wants to set it up. But I mean that's that's his prerogative. Oh, that's fine. I thought you guys were talking about your thing. I thought no, you were... not our thing. We're 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 theming ours off stuff. Like our first theme is going to be artifacts. So I am tasked with going and finding all the dude artifacts for it. Like I will get my Kozilek EDH list. It's just everyday artifacts that are good in any EDH deck, not necessarily like. What, like an artifact is only good in one deck, so I'll be looking for Sol rings and Thran dynamos and stuff like Thran dynamos and stuff like that. So, but that's starting in two weeks. We're waiting. We are just only two weeks left in league at sneak attack, and I'm not going next week. I'm gonna stay at home because I'm on a huge uh, um, Assassin's Creed kick. Like I want to replay. I want to replay two Brotherhood and uh, and Revelations. So I just started playing Assassin's Creed 2. I'm getting back into it because uh, Unification looks interesting to me. That one, they're going back to the storyline. They're they're not keeping with the lame, stupid Black Flag storyline they did. Well, where, where you go to that uh, game company? Yeah. yeah. That, that <laughs> Black Flag, like for gameplay purposes, it's a great game. But if you were a diehard, if you're a diehard Assassin's Creed fan like I am, and you're into it for the storyline, Black Flag doesn't do it for you. I never get mentioned for being a diehard Assassin's Creed fan. I love the storyline, and they're like that was leading up to it, and then when they put three out, it really turned me off. That there because like they they spend one game on, and you don't get to know anything about that character, like Connor. You find nothing out about him. Because they just skip through everything, and then like, oh, Assassin's Creed Four, new player or new new character, and oh, by the way, everything you every 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 interesting thing you had in the storyline doesn't matter anymore. They it's said like, no. they said that they weren't done with uh, with Desmond, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, new character, new story. It's just like what? Yeah, that was really for me. And I heard with Unification, they're going to kind of go back to that because I hope they so. learned they learned their lesson. I think that. You know, you don't do that because cause I know for a fact when Black Flag came out, I remember his first before I read the stuff on it, I was like, I'm going to pre-order it. And then after I heard what they're going to do, I'm like, no, I'm getting my money back. I'm not pre-ordering anymore. And when I went in the GameStop, 
I'm like, I want my money back. And the guy's like, what, you're like the 50th person to come in today. But you know what it is? I think, I mean, Ubisoft's been around for a long, long time. And I think the the, the thing is, a lot of people who weren't the hardcore gamers, like, like you and I, complained about how long it took for them to get to Assassin's Creed 3. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that by the time Black Flag came around, the those numbers of hardcore fans of Assassin's Creed like just multiplied by tens of, of hundreds. Yeah. Well, I think that and like the like I've like I played Assassin's Creed the first one and the second one because the storyline to me was like you got to play the game and then you got a little a little movie you got to you got to you got a storyline like a yep. really cool a really cool storyline for Ezio. I and loved Desmond. I loved collecting the. Uh, the Subject 16 things, and I think Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, like, and that, 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 that part of the, yeah, that part of the game was fun, just the cool storyline that was going with it, that themed along with it, and then it's like, hey, we're gonna get to 3 and give you a new character, and you're gonna really not know anything about Connor, because you were gonna rush through his life, and then you're gonna go to 4, and we're gonna give you a new guy, and we're gonna rush through his life, too. Well, they didn't and really rush through Connor's life. But, I don't know, I just, I don't know, it just, the whole thing just really turned me on. Just like, no, this is dumb. I got halfway through three before I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I've lost interest, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm happy with unification. It seems like they're going to go back. But so I, I've just, I started playing that again. And uh, yeah, that's about all I really done besides playing Minecraft and I'm bored at work and finishing up uh, Clone Wars. But. Finished Scrubs. I finished watching Scrubs on Netflix. Oh yeah, Scrubs is awesome. Yeah, season it is. nine sucked. Whatever the last well, the, season was. The med school. It wasn't even a real se- Yeah, it wasn't even a real season. It was like. Right. <laughs> they were trying to live off the hype from the original series, and it just didn't work. Yeah, I mean, the series is one of my favorite of all time. Yeah. Even though it makes Zach Braff look like a little bitch. But. Yeah. Well, his character was. <laughs> His character's supposed to be a little bitch. I, I still think that his character and Turk were bisexual, but they just never went along with it. Were <laughs> uh, you guessing or hoping? <laughs> huh? I, I said guessing. I, I, whatever you do in your free time, Brennan, that, that, that's your own <laughs> thing, man. But yeah, so that's all I really did this week, just uh, getting that ready and all. But <laughs> What's the update on the gauntlet there, Brennan? Well, the update is I have now completed the first round. The next thing that's up is the um, 0-1-1 bracket. Um, I'll be posting, I posted two tonight. Uh, the remaining three will be posted in the next couple of days, but then this week I'll be working on the uh, 0-1-1 bracket. I'll probably go into next week because there were nine total that yeah. um, got kicked out. Yeah, kicked out of the first. So this will be telling. Um, some may so, so there will be an extra round for those picks. Mm-hmm. There will be. It, it's okay. kind of. It's, I'm I'm saying that round one is over, but this O and one bracket is going to be only for this first round and only for these decks that uh, failed the first time around. How many decks in total are there? Twenty-five. Damn. Oh wow, it's an odd number. <laughs> yeah. What decks? What decks got kicked out? Oh gosh. I don't have my spreadsheet with me. <laughs> You're gonna make I me. I can look it up. Okay. My internet allows me. Chris, edit this out. 
Yeah, this looking part. <laughs> uh, or if you don't edit out, at least just put like sweet oh, this music this over it. So blue oh. green tempo. Yep. Now that 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 on this, yeah, here it is. I I got number twenty one up. Okay, twenty one, not twenty. Good lord, internet, what are you doing? <clears throat> here it is. Okay. So now this won't be a complete list because I don't have it up. The I don't have the last five up there because um, it'd be it's gonna be spoilers. Okay, come on, come on, internet. Here we go. Okay, uh, match one. You're right. Uh, Bug defenders lost one. Uh, Black white extort lost one. Um, Blue green tempo lost one. Is it control? Lost one. Uh, Rack dose regenerations lost one. Snake tank lost one. And I haven't posted the others that are lost because I haven't posted the videos yet. Although I posted two tonight, so I can say those. Uh, mono green and stubborn heroes. Mm. Both what, lost. What is stubborn heroes? Um, it's very similar to a green-white heroic, yeah, isn't yeah, it? That's the one. Oh, it's like okay. a green-white heroic. Think of hexproof with non-hexproof creatures as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's the Celestia deck. Got it. Yep. There you go. That's the one. Celestia aggro. That's what I have it labeled as. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, that's that's where they, that's where everything stands. Um, and then we'll move on to round two, and then everything is single elimination from this point forward. Okay. We still have so, a ton of decks that have not been picked or championed yet. Oh, what's Wait, left? Yeah, what's left? Uh, Orozov, which is, just like it sounds, it's a... Um, Another like white, short deck? Well, it has just a little bit of... Is it the white extra. weenie deck? Yeah, black-white weenie with um, enchants. Same, hmm. and then the Church of Athreos is like the... Extort deck part two, and that one has not been championed. Cyclops combo not been championed. Demir Mill not been championed. Uh, Gatekeepers not been championed. Gruel the Gruel deck not been championed. Blue Green Tempo not been championed. Hidden Heroes, which I, if you wanna if you wanna back a dark horse, that Hidden Heroes has got some legs. Um, same with the crouching cipher hidden strings. Mono green, not been not been championed. Rakdos, not been. Another Simic. Uh two the last two Simic decks have not been championed yet. What, what do you gotta do to champion it? Say you wanna champion it. And that's it, don't have to play it. or anything? Don't have to do nothing. Sit back and rake in the virtual rewards. I wanna champion the defenders deck. Or the gatekeepers deck, whatever the hell it is. Gatekeepers? Okay, hold on. I gotta make a note. Sweet. So, I'll exclude myself from prize support, but uh Yeah, same here. Okay. But I will champion the Rakdos deck. Okay, Mike. You yeah. would Nate. <laughs> of course I would. So I wait, uh, the gatekeepers deck is that bug deck without ghostly flicker? Yeah, it's it's a version of it. There are two versions in here. Gatekeepers and then bug defenders. Bug defenders has already been championed, but yes. No, I, I know the gatekeepers. It, that was the one I called fun please. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I'll exclude myself from prize support, but I'm going to uh, champion the Rakdos deck. Rack 
Yeah, I don't care say, about the prizes. I care about the bragging rights. Okay, that's cool. I missed through some of the listing. Did you say blue eyed start with in there or no? Uh, yeah, there's still. Or let's see the. Do, 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 do. I know there's black white extort, but is someone actually doing blue white extort again this time? Church of Athreos. That's the other one that's not been championed. That's a great uh, black white or blue white? That's black white. It's extort. Uh, it's extort version two. Yeah, extort plus drain. Uh, I don't like. I guess I could champion that one. I wanted to see blue white extort just because that's what we did for our standard build a while back. Uh-huh. I actually, got that to run for its money again. No, there's almost no. There's, I think, only one Azorius deck in here. Yeah, there's not Wait much a, Azorius. Damn it! I figured someone was gonna do that one already. Now I feel like I need to go back and like make that deck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bitch. I, I didn't. I didn't get a white weenie deck or a mono red, mono green aggro deck. Wait, you didn't get a mono red deck either? I no, I got one right as I closed the competition, and it was only Whoa. because Vault Boy sent sent in a, a huge list. God damn it! Well, I, I mean the the black white like white weenie deck is is kind of like white weenie. It, it's just, just kind of like white weenie splashing black with like Eidolon and uh, yeah. the three one guy with um, battalion and stuff. Oh, they're in Skyjack or whatever. Yeah. Well. So yeah. now let me get this straight. So what exactly does championing mean? You root for it. Basically, oh. you're you're the. You're hopping on the bandwagon, saying this yeah. is going. Oh my yeah. god, I'm a cheerleader. You are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, uh, shorty it shorty was used too. in the original Popper Gauntlet to sort of get uh, audience participation. Right. Yeah. Fun police, let's rule. Go Rakdos. That's all I have to say. I like Rakdos. So, which one do you want, Pete? I'll get behind the, the Stork deck, even though it's not blue white. But I'm gonna make oh, that. Son right. of, I'm gonna make that damn deck again now. <laughs> son of a bitch. Where's Gatherer? Dan, are you championing a deck? I already did a long time ago. Uh, I'm championing the mono red aggro. Oh, okay. Ooh. God, yeah. that's a good choice. <coughs> I like Rakdos. Is the red, mono red deck using the uh, the two headed Cerberus? Oh, you're gonna make me do more internet. <laughs> I, I can lift that up. Okay. <laughs> Black, red, sadomasochism all the way. How about, how about, how about what? Sadomasochism all the way. Words? Nate can use words eventually. It just takes him the fifth try. Yeah, I like Rakdos. You know what's funny? I want Rakdos to work. That's what I want. I, I just want it to work. People used to say I was a real jerk to Nate, but damn, Peter, you take it to a new level. You interrupt yeah, him. But, you but bad mouth him. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I know I, I hang out with the guy pretty much offline, so like he can say whatever he wants. It's it, I really don't give a shit. Well, I don't live in Minnesota, so I can't say it to your face. It's not fair. I know. <laughs> I, I do want to be a dick, but I can't because of constrictions. <laughs> it's it's really weird. Like I like I I've I've, I've put the thought in my mind many times. Like. Why are me and Peter friends? I, I don't know, but we are. Because if I'm being a jerk and giving you shit, it means we get along. Exactly. For the most part. <laughs> the thing you most using, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cerberus. What? Uh, just uh, because it has no uh, no power boosting stuff. Oh, it's not playing Madcap skills at all? Yeah, that, uh, we were confused about that, actually, why I wasn't playing Madcap skills. Like No, because like, that's like what... Last time I was playing online, like that was the thing to do was just go do uh, double-headed servers and throw madcap skills on it and just go game. 
Yeah. Because nothing can stop it. Doesn't shock stop it? No, it's like yeah. a one three or something like that. No, it's a one two. Oh, is it one two? Yeah. No one plays this. All his three casting cost creatures have more power than us. I suppose. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so yeah. What's left? So yeah, there's some stuff left. So if you guys, if anyone wants to get out there and champion some decks, go for it. Thank you. Well, uh, Nate will have uh, yeah the, the, the words. Nate will give you the uh, email to pop for the people at the end of the show if you want to champion yeah. the deck. Yeah, um, good reads. What do we have in good reads? Uh, Popper challenge number four: Casting Commons. They have an article called "I Got Mad Skills Yo." This is an article that uh, they're basically challenging popper players to come up with something new and take it to tournaments and win. I'm not taking that challenge because I suck at deck building. Yeah, so... But, yeah. So, yeah, Challenger, if you want to do it, go for it. And then we have uh, Popper in Re- article called Popper in Real Life. This is written by uh, Thiago Lanza. He is from, I believe, what country was it? Is he from? Brazil. Brazil, and he was talking about how they're, po- I guess, in, where he's his city he lives in, it's... They got Popper going like mad down there. I think awesome. it's pronounced Tiago, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but yeah, they got article down there. They got their their Popper communities flourishing. So nice. It is. It is possible. This is part of a series of articles we've done about uh, paper pauper communities. So yeah. we welcome anyone uh, mm-hmm. yeah. who wants to write about their paper pauper community. If yeah. any if any of you, you know, have a paper pauper community, please write in and let us know. We'd love to hear about yeah. it. We also as a part of that we we publish uh, Portuguese uh, pauper videos on uh, Magic Gathering Strat. So there yeah. are like five now, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. For there's a lot of people playing pauper in Brazil that uh, don't know English really. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, if you have no anything, no idea, just let us know. Uh, updates would be awesome. Like I would love to get some, uh, you know, top four list like I used to do when the dugout was open of what decks are winning in deck list. That would be sweet. We'd love to uh, know your band. I'd love to know your band lists. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So that could honestly, that's one thing I've wanted to do is get one of the people who actually runs another like in real life popper community because I've. Just reading up on stuff from, like, everyone's got their own band lists, it seems. Yeah. There's those groups who use the online band list, and, like, you have to use the exact same rules. So if it wasn't printed online in Popper, you can't use it. We have the group that we had where if it's printed common in paper in general, but whatever, yeah. you can't use it. So, like, they get that's like, the people who play strictly online rules get Death Spark. We get him to Turok and stuff like that, but we don't get yeah. Death Spark whenever. Then there's people who played with what I'd almost consider, like, the vintage Popper, where there is almost no bad list. Like, they play uh, Cranial Plating Affinity and stuff like that. That's legal. Yeah. And then I've had it... I've seen a couple where they've... Uh, if the group has looked at it, like, their rules for let allowing commons to even be played in Popper was uh, if it is an exact reprint of any common card that's uncommon, or it's uncommon only, but it's an exact copy of a common card, it's allowed to be used, or... Yeah. But by, would that have any effect? Is there any card up? It allows you for have like a fifth copy of the card or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so it allows you for functional reprints. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And then the um, biggest one was uh, 
where they had a group of people that they, they they elected a group of people to actually and they constructed their own ban list. So like yeah, but there were like commons that were demoted. Like okay, you are allowed to use these commons in constructed play too. So yeah. like if we can get anybody, so yeah, call well, out there to anyone who I, plays paper in real life. Give yeah. it a hold of us. We'd love and to talk about our, it. <laughs> yeah, I know in our area, I'm trying to I'm trying to rebuild our popper community too. I'm starting. I've already been in contact with a few to, with a few stores like uh, Patties and. All of them, and they pretty much. I've, 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 i been told if I can get the community back, back and running, we can start running. They would do run popper events. Sweet. So I'm trying to get it going in our area. I'm starting with. I'm starting to run stuff in my garage. I'm gonna try getting stuff running in my garage, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, like the good so, old days. Yeah. So we're still starting to figure that out. And uh, yeah, so. That and then uh, what's our next article? David Schaffer has an article here called uh, "Dexter." Uh, or his thought score article is "Decks derived from top ten lists." Uh, Dan knows Dan played these decks. Yes, uh, he wrote an article. He wrote, first he wrote two articles about the top ten deck, uh, cards you're not playing in each color, and uh, then he sort of made the natural progression and built three decks. Uh, I played all of them on YouTube. We'll include links in the show notes. It was uh, Banishing Knack combo. And then he went Banishing Knack aggro, basically called Combo Laden Affinity. So it's all the the Banishing Knack combo. It's all the rage right now. People play it in the <laughs> tournament practice room. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the combo? Yeah, it's still, you play... Uh, what is it here? Battered Golem, you Banishing Knack it, and then you bounce You bounce something that you can play for free, and then you Glaze Fiend out for win. Yeah, you have Truth of Shiscoria, then, and then you have three yeah. artifacts, so it's free. Uh, you play the Retraction Helix or Banishing Knack on a Mirror Inspire Battered Golem, so there is redundancy in the combo. Yeah. And then you get infinite... Uh, uh, power. Yeah, I like. So I me. played until I got the combo <laughs> in all uh, all <laughs> versions. The last deck is um, mono green control, which was quite a surprising list and the one I liked by far the best three decks. Oh, I so really it's like not it. what you expect it to be. <laughs> I already like it. I saw Jackalope. Jackalope. It played yeah, Jackalopes. It's a good deck. That Jackalope is, is cool. a pretty good card in poker, actually. It does a whole lot of things. I played it in uh, the Beast deck in the Popper Gauntlet last summer, and it was surprisingly good because of the 5 toughness for 4 mana. Uh, it will uh, avoid a lot of stuff. David loves his uh, 5 toughness creatures, and there's good reason to love 5 toughness creatures in Popper. That he does. That Nothing he does. kills him, that's why. <laughs> yeah, Flame they eat new enforcers for breakfast. Anything that can eat a Mer enforcer is good enough reason to play. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. It, it really shows just how much like decks like Delver Fish and Mono Blue Control and Mono Black, like all those decks that are considered unfair in this format, really hold a lot of certain cards back. Because then you you look at uh, deck builders like Dave, who just come out of the woodworks and just build like these awesomely cool decks. Yeah. Like, he just scrounges everything together. It's actually a lot of fun. 
the most interesting thing about David as a deck builder is the fact that he has like top 80 premier events with uh, at least three uh, really, really rogue brews. Yeah. Yeah. This deck runs a dredge theme. Uh, yeah. No, Almost. Yeah. I like this theme. deck already. I love dredge. The idea is to get your your enchantments back uh, with like uh, Rofello's gift. Uh, look it up, kids. <laughs> Rofello's oh, gift. I'm going to look that up right now because I don't remember the name of it. Reveal any uh, number Ruffello's of green cards in your hand, return and enchantment cards from it. It's regrowth on steroids. That's freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, this card. I like that. I can get behind this deck. Yeah, try it out. It was uh, fun. I think I'm going to. That's my homework for next week. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. I wonder but, if um, uh, the new... What is it? The new like mulch-type card from, uh, from Born of the Gods would be good? Or is he playing that already? I didn't commune, even see. Commune with the gods. Commune with the gods is in there. No, no, no. The the one one elf. Oh, the satyr, satyr wayfinder. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to find decks for for her to be good in besides uh, songs, but I haven't found any. Maybe this is one of them. <laughs> I like this list. Yeah, I'm gonna try this out. I really like it. I'm gonna try it out too. It's better than the Nat Vanishing Nat combo. Like the Vanishing Nat combo is cute. The problem I have with it is it's too fragile. Mm. I don't like how many clicks you have to do with it. <laughs> it's too, it's too fragile. Like like you're always like if, if you're playing against the right right per, right deck or the right the the right part player, they can keep you off of your combo like all the time. Well, that if you're playing against Blue, the biggest thing is once they've seen what you've done once. Then you just see them sandbag their counterspell for either A, Banish Snack, or B, your Mirren Spy, or a Better Golem, whatever you choose to do with. Mm-hmm. That's my problem with combo decks. Like, and that's just, for me, it's combo decks in general. Like, even in EDH, it's like, I have some of my friends, I, I, I help people build EDH now, EDH decks now, and they're like, yeah, if I put these three to four cards together, I can make a really cool combo. And it's like, yeah, three to four cards. See, that that in itself is the problem with combo decks. The combo deck, you really want to like keep it down to as few cards as possible. Yeah. And then have redundancies in there for insurance purposes. Yeah. The problem is, like, we don't have good ways, and at the common level, we don't have good ways of protecting those pieces unless you're playing blue. Yeah, and you know what? It's not even at common level. It's it's EDH. The same thing happens in EDH. People build a combo deck, you, you don't have enough redundancies even in EDH to pull it off, and you're using rares. Like I said, the problem with that, too, is that you only get to play one of a copy, so you have to try and find functional reprints of any card. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, you know, I just, I, I've really gotten away from that in my EDH decks. It's just, like, the cute little combos like that, I don't waste my time on them anymore. It's just not worth it. How does this deck win, this enchantment deck? It just attacks with, uh, Herd? Yep. Death by bunnies. Some creature. Death by bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs another win condition besides that. There's plenty of win conditions for control deck. Yeah, because like the Leaf Crown Dryads are just dangerous. 
Yeah, smash everything. Oh, yeah, leaf crown dreads. And <laughs> just stow that on a jackalope herd and just laugh. Right, it's an enchantment. I forgot about that. <laughs> and if they do kill your jackalope herd, you can just you can just Rafello's gift the leaf crown dryad back and build another beater. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot you can do with this deck. Yeah, it's awesome. That's why I like it so much. I'm going to try that deck out. Word. And then what do we have for, is that the last article? Or no, we have uh, the Jason Moore piece about yeah. dying. Gee, yeah, Jason Moore wrote an article asking, uh, "Is Popper dying?" You know what I found out by reading that article, which was really what? unfortunate. Uh, yeah, the last time we had—I'm sorry—the update that killed dailies was my birthday of last year. Well. You son of a—I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am truly the Grim Reaper of Pauper, for I am the Antichrist to all of your Pauper needs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, I just thought that'd be a fun little tidbit to show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, check out, if you check out that article, read the comments, because some very good people are saying some very good things in the comments. And the article itself is really interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good read. It was definitely yes. good. Really, I, I thought, oh, this is just a Doomsday article, but it really wasn't. There's yeah. a couple of interviews from David Schaffer as well in the in the articles, yeah. a couple of things that Dave uh, says, so I suggest reading it. And there's a great Chris Weaver quote. Yes, yeah. there is. There is a Chris Weaver quote. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. That quote summarizes the whole format. Would you like to read the quote, Dan? <laughs> I can't find it right now. There it is. Uh, I should have realized long ago that pauper is a casual format. I immersed myself in the format. It became my magic identity. Furthermore, at some point, pauper stopped being fun, and I became overly concerned with value and fair treatment of events. I realized the error of my ways. Time to move on. And that sort of summarizes that pauper is now not the spikiest format, but it's still pauper, and it's casual, it's fun, and Mm -hmm. uh, we should enjoy it for what it is. I agree with it. I agree with that, but, and I don't want it to become cutthroat. I, I want it to, to stay like it is now where it's just, it's just fun and people only play it to have fun. But I think it's also a format that tests people's skill. And I think, I think it's a real enough format that, uh, you know, it, it'd be nice for people who can afford pulper. Cause I know people who don't even own, who don't, who don't even like, play standard or, or, or modern or anything like that because they can't on the cards. They just play Pauper or, Ga- or the Gavelinger events or they draft once in a once. And it'd be to, you know, finally make some money and, and, and build up into the formats that Wizards obviously wants to promote more. Yeah. This, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I, th- I think the point, uh, we, we've been discussing this forever, but uh, the point is that from a Wizards uh, economy point of view, they just they have a path into magic that they sort of confident with the game to grow as much as it has, and it's now enormous, and they have no need for pauper. So they, what they did was to, and we should be grateful that we have the premier events, because the premier yeah. events fill a very specific need that pauper has to remain spiky. Yeah. So the diehard spike can play in the premier events, and, and uh, they, now they even have good value. Yeah. But uh, to remove the dailies that cost them a lot of money, I can fully understand that. And pauper, 
Pauper was dwarfing modern. So something had to be done yeah. uh, by Wizards. So this is no surprise to me. Yeah. I'm not... Oh, I'm sorry. And, like, also, it's like, for people saying, well, is the format healthy? The format the format right now with all the bannings is healthy. I mean, look at Domain Zoo, how much that's come up. Like, we went from just uh, someone making a Domain Zoo deck to it kind of becoming a mainstream thing, and now we even got Domain Version 2, which is a snow-covered scred deck. Yeah, yep. I love scred. I mean, it's a snow... So we got two versions of Domain out there, and Domain has is, is, is filled a hole and become a thing. So, I mean, it, the metagame is healthy. There's new decks being developed right now. I I understand from a business standpoint that something needed to go, and they picked Pauper, especially because... Uh, I, think, Pauper, I think it was Pauper that needed to go. There was nothing else that needed to go at the time. Right. They, they wanted... They, you see the enormous push for modern that has come now this year, and Pauper yeah. would have stood in the way. So. Right, I, I understand I understand that they they cut Popper off because they wanted to promote modern. They wanted to be make sure that people you know had more access to standard. And with vintage, with the the what are they calling it? And the the vintage masters thing is that what they're calling yeah, it? Yeah, vintage masters. Yeah. Well, with that coming, they want to promote the the classic format for us vintage players. And I have no problem with that. It, it's just. I, I don't think that Pauper necessarily needed you know needs to not have dailies anymore. I think I, I fully am happy for everybody that the premier events are a thing, but I, I think maybe even just one daily a day or like two dailies a week would still be a fair thing. This is the way I see. Dailies that would I? No, no, I guess, I guess not. I guess that wouldn't really be dailies, but. Yeah, but I don't know. But it's it's all in all, it's uh, I mean, it's I don't think it's actually dying. I think it's just going in a direction that, like like you said, is less spiky. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, a few less cutthroat spikes really doesn't hurt the format that bad. Because like I mean, you get enough like you get enough hardcore competitive people that hard, enough hardcore competitive people can actually ruin a format. Uh, look at how far the format has come from when it wasn't sanctioned at all. Yeah. We still have the eight months. We have the primary events. Yeah. It, it is I mean, easy so. to find a pauper match. Yeah. I remember a time before we even had those the old pauper premier events back in the day, and that yeah. was just we had the two mans, and that was basically it. And then they no, added the were premier two events. Men. Wow. Huh? When did the two months? When did they? When what? did they start? When did they start or when did they stop? When did they start? They started, uh... Oh, God. When did I start recording, Pauper? 2000 yeah, that's and... When, that's when we did all the recordings, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. 2000 and... I think a month and a half or so before I started recording, they added the two men's, And then Pauper had taken off and they added in the, the special... They I don't think they were called Pauper premiere events at the time. But they were they were like premier events, but I don't think they were considered premier events. Yeah, they yeah. had another name for them before. Yeah, I don't remember what they were though. So but, you mean uh, that they launched yeah. the sanctioned format with two months? I think so. I don't I don't think they had 
the 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 pauper events before they had pauper two mans. I don't I don't remember. Where the hell are our standard pauper two mans then? If they could give us just two mans, that would be an improvement for standard pauper. I don't know, but I, I, I I'm t- they had two men's way back then. That that's when I discovered it. I watched um, Average Drafter. He was an old, uh, an old poster in MTGO videos a little bit before I started, and uh, he one day recorded a a two man with Pauper, and uh, uh, that that's what that was the start for me. Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, they added these pauper events on Saturdays. Hmm. So I I don't I mean I don't know where the standard two, pauper two men's are. Right? I don't know what. I don't have any control over that. <laughs> yeah. Standard pauper two men's would. You you would see. I think you would see deck building. And just standard popper go insane. Yeah, you, it would just be a constant flux of what beats this deck. And it, if you add any sort of financial incentive, you're going to bring in not just the people who are willing to do, you know, MPDC like uh, Dr. Baker, who actually makes pretty good decks, um, but everyone who thinks that they can get one more pack, you know. Um, it's like, uh, oh, I'm not doing anything. There's no events firing right now. Uh, let's go spike someone in the uh, standard popper. Yeah. It, I don't know. And if you keep the entry the exact same as everything else, you know, you put in your pack, your tickets, whatever. I I agree. I think I think it would be a, a format that people would be willing to do because it's easy to pick up all the cards you need. And I mean, clearly, there's a lot of construction that can go into it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it and does really feel... It, it's really good as an uh, introductory format because it costs nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that would be a way for them to make, you know, just one more avenue for making money because people who really don't think they can afford a, a modern two-man or Standard two man, popper two man. All you're putting forth at this point is just the entry fee. If you do a standard popper two man, yeah. And so it's it's a way, there's a way for all those commons that people draft with to then go use them for some other purpose or for anyone just to pick them up. Um, I never really thought about it having just a two man, but yeah, that would be. It seems kind of silly why they don't have just about any kind of conceivable two man. As in, you know, an auto fire method. It's pretty yeah. crazy. I mean, people don't really understand just how much the two mans like mean to a lot of people. Like, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's only a pack on the line, but just having that that one little pack on the line prepares you for going into a bigger tournament. So, yeah. in such a large way. I just I just find it I just find it funny how a two man like when someone's looking at like playing a two man or an eight man it's like people are like oh, I'll just do the two man I'm not gonna waste my time with the eight man. <laughs> it's <just> funny. <laughs> it's like funny. It just like one on one like just a two man just seems like more fun than an eight man, which I don't blame because the eight mans are a complete joke. Yeah, the also, eight man. The, 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 the value is so bad in the two mans. 
but uh, <laughs> I wish they could boost it somehow. Yeah, the, it, yeah, the value in the two mids are. <laughs> yeah, that, that right. Some that, that, that the time is fair. Just... When a booster reaches close to four tickets, then uh, yeah, but, yeah, but that, I mean, it uh, doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, but I mean, it's just that, like from what I've seen with the eight mans, and the reason I don't cover them anymore is because I think we we pretty much decided as a whole that the eight mans just are a joke. Like they're they're not they're not even worth mentioning. I think I think they feel their thing. They do what they are supposed to do, but it's it's not a meta game information source because yeah. the, picture, the sample is so random. You only see two yeah. jumps out of X, and then uh, given the structure that you only have to win one match to get listed, you get all kind of random crap. Yeah, like yeah. we said, it's the one the biggest problem with the eight mans is it's a rogue decks paradise. I will give it that. Being a person who plays rogue decks, that's fantastic, but it doesn't show like the strength or resiliency of a deck as well. I feel so yeah. getting at or whatnot. I yeah. think actually the full the full structure they have for standard and modern is pretty excellent because you have the two months, you have the eight months, you have the dailies, and you have the premier events. Mm-hmm. So then you have like this tiered: how much time do I have, and how competitive am I? And then you yeah. get to choose. So there's a natural progression. It's it's a really great structure actually, but uh, we don't get all of it. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just kind of kind of interesting. But yeah, but that's basically all the articles we really have this week are those. Um, anyone have anything else to add? Yeah, I just found a couple of articles written about me. That's Uh-oh. funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 trying to search on Google. Um, uh, I'm trying to go far back and find out when this the Pauper event started, um, but I don't think I can go back. I don't think you can go back that far anymore. Yeah, I think that information's gone forever. Unless uh, you know who might know, Deluxikov might know. I don't know if he was playing back then, but he might. Yeah, just get a get in contact with him and ask him. Yeah, Dan, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, on to the metagame. What do we got in the metagame? Uh, Standard Popper, which I'm dubbing this event the dark side. Hmm. Um, yeah, the the, mo- the mono black top eight almost. Six of <laughs> the eight decks are all mono black, or all have black in them. Well, it's like yeah. we said, like the two big decks it seems in Standard Popper right now is either mono black devotion or green white hexproof slash green white uh heroic. It's more or less the same deck at that point. Yeah. But. So, yeah. <laughs> so our first place deck here is called Black Block. It's just straight up mono blood. It's uh, mono black with uh, with some extort and mono black strategies. Right. Yeah, I didn't, uh, <laughs> in my article this week, I didn't even go over this deck. I listed it and said, I'm going to do something else. Because I have listed essentially the same deck. I don't know, six yeah. times out of the last ten weeks or something to that effect. <laughs> yeah, and then we got uh, again, like we said, the big decks yeah. mono black or standard popper are either mono black devotion or green white something. Yeah, and our first and second deck are almost the same deck. They're mono black devotion mm-hmm. or black block, they're the same. Yep. And then we got Esper Mill. Mm-hmm. We've got a white green deck here by Gons. We've got uh, in tier eight, we've got Devour This, which again, black and blue. It was just, yeah. Raise a tip whip is in there, obviously. Because it's a sideboard card for any color. 
Yeah. Um, and then we got Mono Black again, and then Stubborn Heroes. I want to give a shout out to uh, Adner, the guy who in third place who, uh, or yeah, third place played Esperil. He uh, he's a good, he's a really good player. Um, he, I believe, runs a standard pauper clan that I am actually a part of on Magic Online. If you want to join it, feel free to contact them. They actually do uh, test and uh, have meetings and stuff, as far as I know. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, if you're interested in standard pauper, uh, let them know. Yeah. What's the name of the clan? I'm gonna go find that out right now because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what clan he's part of. I find that funny. I just know it's clan. Shut up. <laughs> Shut what up, people like me. <laughs> what clan are you then... part of, Nate? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, then we have a uh, Popper Classic Tuesdays. We have and uh, in here we've got uh, a blue red mid range deck. We've got Is It in the second place. We've got a deck which I love the name of it, RTD2. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a rug artifact deck. So the, the first and the second deck is the same, or yeah, they're both uh, Is It Control. Yeah, they're both Is It Control. The yep. name then of we got... the clan is Standard Pulper Players. Yeah. Good name. Yeah. Good name. Exactly what it is. Very descriptive. Yeah, it's better than I love crayons. <laughs> At least they're honest of <laughs> what they're doing. Like, this is what we do, guys. Just deal with it. All yeah. the good names were taken, damn it. Shut up. <laughs> and then we got a white weenie. We got a white weenie deck. And then we have Popper Classic Domain. Yeah, Domain Zoo. Woo-hoo. Domain Zoo, which showed up. Uh, we got scrub. Without scred. We got green white slivers. We've got red white unclassified. It's <laughs> Boros egg. What is it, kitty? It's Boros kitty, yeah. It's Boros kitty. Yes. And then we've got a uh, blinked it trinket. It's a it's a uh, nice. It's red, white, and blue blink. Yeah, it's American blink. Mm. American blink. That's kind of cool. <laughs> wow, you proud? That's kind of cool. Another deck I gotta try. Yeah, pretty uh, looks uh, interesting actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's pretty, cool. it's pretty much like PK 23s deck from. Uh, when we have modern popper, but with a classic touch. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I love blink decks. Yeah, I know you do. I hate your blink deck. You're welcome. But yeah, so Correct, that we you have you love lamp because you see it, or do you actually love lamp? I, I love floor. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> I just want to point out that the second movie sucked really we bad. We all know that. I didn't even see it. Popper premiere. This is our. Oh, interrupting Nate. Oh, now I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. we got, we got a, that's why. <laughs> we got a popper premiere here. We got our in first place is Perks with uh, Blue Delver with Cloudfin Raptor. Delver. It's the Clownfin. You need to learn to accept Cloudfin Raptor into your heart. No, Nate. I'm not going to accept it in my heart. You, your life will be so much more full. No. Just, just accept Cloudfin Raptor. Nope. And as as you your personal it? card savior. Cloudfin Raptor has accepted you. Yes. <laughs> it's a free gift, Nate. Cloudfin no, Raptor is just waiting for you to accept it. <laughs> it's not happening. And what, when do you think it was that Chris Weaver went on his knees, looked up at the sky, prayed to God, and accepted Delver Blue into his heart? 
I don't know, but that day was glorious. It was the day that he continued to get fourth place every single tournament. Yeah. (laughs) I think uh, he looked at Pauper, and uh, he was interested. He found my videos, actually, and then he just, oh, this deck looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Tompi, first, but, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that that happened. Perch, Delver Blue, Cloudfin Raptor. Congratulations. I haven't even done Delver yet as recording. Why? Because I don't want to promote the damn deck. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not calling people up for playing Cloudfin Raptor. I just personally hate the card. I don't. I guess I don't think it's that good. It's just my personal opinion, so nobody take that the wrong way. I just really, really don't like that card in Delver Blue. The so. reflections of Popper to the people do not actually reflect Nate's choice to hate or love Clumpin' <laughs> Raptor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then we have, in second place, we have Slivers. It snuck in there. Why does everyone wow. win with this deck and I can't? Does, does, <laughs> no, one else, nature. does no one else get Mana Screwed? Heck yeah. I love Slivers. <laughs> Yeah, Slivers made it. And then we got a burn deck. Straight burn to the dome. No creatures at all. <laughs> wow. do it. But it does have four nice. main deck cur- Curse of the Pierce Heart, which I was advocating for a long oh, time. That card is... About time someone's choice. Why does it have Lightning Strike? And why does it have spear, Searing Spear? He even won one uh, game in the semifinal against Perks, and I was thinking that this deck could never ever beat Delver. Yeah. Oh, it could beat Delver. He won a duel. What do you guys think about Shard Volley? Because uh, I hate the card. I think it's terrible. Me too. Yeah, I hate it too. I think, I hate it's it. just another lightning bolt. It's a deceptive one for three. Don't use it. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. You have such better options than Shard Volley. Like, play Needle Drop. Needle Drop with Curse is so good. Oh, yeah, because it's guaranteed every time. Yeah. Yeah. That and, like, Curse is by far one of the best ways for just continuous residual damage yeah. over time. And, of course, we have Sea Weaver in fourth place, which I'm now. Who like, the hell I is have... Sea Weaver? I don't know. Who is that guy? Chris Weaver's. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! So, Did you it's really a Weaver from the sea. I got yes, it. I had to ruin the joke. We both know it. <laughs> but uh, Chris Weaver, like, I, I'm pretty much dubbing this deck just Weaver Delver. I mean, it's Weaver Blue, pretty much. I mean, this deck... <laughs> Blue. I've built this and tried it, and it doesn't work the way... I, I know Chris gets it to work, I just can't get his deck to work for me. That's because you don't think it. like Mr. Weaver. But it's I, a really I, good I deck. I get it to work. I think it is the optimal Delver list. And I, it I've is. I've done several videos with it. But I sold it my Daces today, so I can't play it anymore. No! It is a really good deck, so it's just yeah, it's a really good deck. And then rounding out our top, rounding out the top eight, we have the Raging Flump with a in fifth place. Esper combo. Esper combo. Storm. Just storm. It's not storm. There's no storm in the deck. It's Esper Flicker. It's Esper Flicker. Esper Flicker. And then you've got look at this deck because he has made a very interesting change in it, which did surprise me a lot. Can you see it? It's yeah, not the deck he was playing a, week, a couple of weeks back. Well, he changes it every week, doesn't he? Oh, he, he changes. He removed the the denizen, so it doesn't mill people anymore. Oh, he, he took the denizen. Oh, yeah, you're right. He will just yeah. bounce stuff and uh, either trade wins. Yeah, and then he will win with uh, crappy creatures. Like he's Whoa! trying to trip the beat down. <laughs> it yeah. takes forever. <laughs> 
the ghetto he's, he's temporal fissure. The long version is this is the, this is just basically the long version of temporal fissure. I'm, I'm calling this ghetto flicker. That's what I'm calling. It. This is the yeah. ghetto version of temporal fissure. It's ghetto fissure. <laughs> yeah. It just takes a lot yeah. longer to win than. Uh, but it the, still has a storm card in it. it but it, then we got it's JD. Probably a little bit more resilient. Yeah. Then, then, and then we have JD Phoenix in sixth place with the goblin deck. With Sparksmith. With Sparksmith, yeah, no. <laughs> and then we got Bai in seventh place with uh, Delver Delver, List. Uh, with main deck Frostburn Weirds. So that main deck Frostburn Weirds, play. yeah. And main deck Mutagenic Growth. This is one of, yeah. Just yeah. to get there. Now, this is a card that I think people need to play more. Mutagenic. Yeah, it's a pretty good card. It is a combat trick that gets them through you half the time. It's like, okay, we broke the thing that held us back, and now they get through. But yeah. I think the problem with the problem with the growth is that it doesn't do anything against the mono black decks. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But it, it's good in the mirror, and the mirror is basically what counts the most, isn't it? Like it makes Spire Golem not. It, it makes Spire Golem kill Spire Golem. Makes Delver kill Delver. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems worse than Bone Splitter. Yeah. I I agree with that. I would not play one Bone Splitter, one Mutagenic Growth as this gentleman has chosen to. But I I would probably. Try to fit in a second bone splitter and play mutagenic growth. Yeah, let's say it looks like it's in there just for the fact that because every deck there has a card in it now to stall Delver because that's yeah. what you do to Delver. So like it's just that okay, you don't see you don't see the bone splitter on the board. You assume you're safe. You go for the block mutagenic growth and then you clear through. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, the other thing you, is you know what it could be actually. What? It could be against uh, Isid Control. That That's would make true. sense, actually. It does survive Lightning Bolt and survives Fireball. And the other thing is that it's free, so you can tap out and still use it. But I yeah. I think what separates Chris's deck from most Delver lists that, that I see is that he runs two Bone Splinters, where everybody else usually runs one. Yeah, why would you run one? You, you, then you don't draw it in most of your games. That's true. Uh, it's not, it's not like he's packing any extra in the sideboard, either. Yeah, like, I, I just... It, it, and it's not a card you only want to draw one of either. Like drawing two of them is better than one. Well, well, here's another thing too. Like he's not running the standard list. Like, when did Delver start running Logic, not Mainboard? Some people uh, do. Some you people see don't. one of Logic, not some of the time. Yeah, you, you do see them. It, it, it's like a deprive that doesn't return a land. Yeah, there there are like a couple of counter spells that are on the same level, so people make different choices. Yeah, he's only running three preordain and, and he's running four ponder, which I think is a mistake. I, I think preordain is just a more powerful draw spell than ponder, personally. Yeah, it is, but uh, sometimes well, you get very inconvenient Delver setups with preordain, and I think that might be the reason. It's easier that, to set up Delver with ponder. That's true, but is is flipping Delver the most important thing in the in a Delver deck, or or is you know? I think filling? many Delver players think that it is. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. Uh, what else is he playing? He has uh, only three Cloud of Fairies. He doesn't have four. So another uh, another advocate of only three Cloud of Fairies. I can't get behind that. I can. Why? Well, it doesn't... Uh, fairies don't do a whole lot in the deck if they don't have, like, the uh, st- spell splitters behind them to do anything, and, or if you don't have a sp- splitter. Otherwise, they're just sitting there for, like, trickery fodder. I, I think I, the Cloud of Fairies is the most the most broken card in the whole deck, actually. And 
the reason is that you, you get these fantastic turn twos when you get Cloud of Fairy spells that are sprites. Late game, you can cycle it. To get the cheap, the, the free 1-1 one, one flyer on turn two, it's, even if you don't have the spells that are sprites, it's so important to set up your ninjas. And just, it's just unfair. Even if there is no broken combo with Cloud of Fairies in Delver, it's just an unfair card. And I would never cut it. I would probably cut the Delver over it. If I um, I think I, I think I have to disagree in the in the fact that, like you know, Peter Peter makes a good point: is that Cloud of Fairies doesn't do a whole lot. Like, like yes, it it, it does help flip. Um, it does it does help not flip. It does, it does help ninjutsu, which is pretty huge. But uh, uh, I think. Even when you when you're cycling it late game, and uh, who who's typing in chat? Sorry, just keep going. Okay, I think that spell source sprite countering one converted mana cost spells is, is good enough against most of the decks in the format that you don't necessarily need the cloud of fairies. And I think three cloud of fairies is fine because you only need one in the early game. You only need one on turn two. And I, I think playing three is good enough odds to have it in your opening hand. I would never cut Cloud of Fairies entirely. I think that is wrong. I agree with you, Dan, that the card is broken in this deck. I don't think the card needs to be banned in the format, but I think it's a broken card in this deck. But I think cutting one is fair enough. Especially right. if you're only playing one Bone Splitter. Yeah, uh, two Bone Splitters make the card better. But, for example, if you look at this list, uh, running four Spire Golems... Seems I would just remove a spy golem and add the last cloud of fairies because four spy golems can get really clunky if you have multiple spy golems in your opening hand. Well, that's true if you have multiple spy golems in the hand, but I think the reason why most people run the four spy golems is again for the mirror match because if there's one way you want to stall out your opponent in the mirror match is if you slapped on a spy golem and nothing they have gets through until they get their bone splitter down, in which case yeah, actually, you can just sandbag your counter spell for their bone splitter. Yeah, the mirror is all about the spire golems. Pretty much. Yeah, the mirror is all about spire golems. It's it, it's a large reason why I run four. Um, to be honest, I'd rather cut a frost. I'd rather go down to like one frostburn weird and put in a fourth. I wouldn't of play frostburn weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Well, no, well, I don't like frostburn weird either. I agree with you with uh, on that also. I'm just saying, if you were to take this list and play it, the change I would make if you don't want to cut frostburn weird, I like, I would cut frostburn weird before I cut spire golem. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I would I would instantly cut two Frostmoon Weird for like a fourth cloud of fairies and a second yeah. splitter. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's what I would that do. That makes sense. Anything else from anybody? Or have we harped on this for too long? <laughs> we have exactly <laughs> almost the same Delver deck in eighth place as well. Should we move do on we? to the next? Yeah, yeah let's seventh and eighth place is about the same. Alright, so who's so Nate, are you gonna read this off or is Dan going to? Go for it, Dan. Alright. All right. We have the premier event from the 29th of March, won by Netdraft, who is playing Affinity, and he doesn't need any puny Perlis researches. Don't call that card puny, that card is <laughs> nonsense, damn it. But he needs Ardent Recruits. And, and he needs four Oriac Sun Chaser. So this is a... This is a real zoo type of Affinity deck. Uh, the thing that Sunchaser does in Affinity is, of course, it's anti-Delver. Yeah. So it's not a game call. But I mean, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's an anti-Delver deck, but 
it must be good against other decks as well if it did this well in the premiere minute, right? Yeah, it's, it uh, just, it's affinity, so it it wins. <laughs> yeah, well, it plays a whole bunch of big. It plays a whole bunch of big fatties and deal with it. Yeah. Oh wait a minute! It also looks like it has four disciple of the bolt. Oh wait, April no, Fools! It's just running a tog. It's like it's just it's. It I'm gonna April play a bunch of fatties. Yeah, I'm gonna play a bunch of fatties. Deal with it. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. That's not April Fools for the rest of us yet, yeah, buddy. Hold on. And I think this deck has <laughs> April Fools for Dan. Great Delver matchup. If you want to beat Delver with Affinity, this is what you do. Perlis yeah. research is not uh, good against Delver. No. No, it's not the best against Delver. You have to really, really strategically make it good against Delver, and it's really hard yes. too. Um, in, in the sideboard uh, for uh, yep. for hate. For Affinity Hate, he goes with two Gorilla Shaman and two Ancient Grudge instead of the the three Gorilla Shaman. Yep. Is, that a, is that maybe too many sideboard slots for uh, the Mirror? For the Mirror, yeah. Is the uh, Mirror really that popular still? I don't know, because the other thing, too, is uh, you have to remember with Ancient Grudge makes more sense if you consider the fact that it's one of the cards you might bring in against Delver, just because if you take away their Bone Splitters it takes away the thing that can kill any of your flyers. Well, or he's not running the flyers, so it doesn't really matter, I guess, but... That's true. He's also running Prismatic Strands. I mean, he's running the eight white creatures, so you can afford Prismatic Strands. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, that's what I would say, at least, for why he's running Ancient Grudge for so much for hates, because it also covers for your Bone Splitter problems, but... Yeah. Yeah. Golem, yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Just pull up Spire Golem so no one can stop you, because that's one thing that blocks you, possibly. In second place, we have a good old uh, Grey Merchant Mono Black Control. With Corrupts and Tendrils. And I hear Chris Weaver fun. screaming, Oh, I hate Corrupts. It's Greed Black. How is your, how is your wrench mines against the Affinity deck, man? Yeah. <laughs> Seems good, doesn't it? Uh, against that's Delver. Oh, I discard my Bone Splitter. Against Delver. Yeah, oh, I discard my Spire Golem. Don't worry, I have plenty of Wrench mines should be... I think wrench mines should strictly be sideboard. I, I think Wrenchmine are really good in certain matchups, but uh, in a in a in a metagame controlled by Delra, I'm not too sure. He's running Pestilence also. He's the Pestilence version of the deck. Yay, Pestilence! He's running it over Cryptrats. I'm not. I'm still not sure if I like Pestilence over Cryptrats just for the devotion. Yeah. Uh, seems clunky. advantages and yeah, let's say it seems clunky what we have, but. Pestilence definitely has its advantages over Crypt Rats, but with the metagame now, Crypt Rats is definitely the way to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, losing this card. Yeah. I mean, Pestilence is pretty broken with Combodge Witches, but... Oh, yeah, because it just lets you... If you can set up properly with uh, Pestilence, then it just lets you keep the board clear, because then fairies can't stick a, thing, a single thing. Smash for two, smash for two. No, yeah. you just tap one, you kill their entire board. Yeah, it's pretty... And then yeah. if you keep Combodge Witches out, you have an open board to swing with either... Just tap with Kumbaj witches, chittering rats, anything. Like that's the yeah. reason for having both for pestilence is because it's recurable. You can't do anything about this because blue doesn't deal with enchantments. Yeah. But like I said, the problem is it, you don't have the recursion tricks with it. Like, is he running on Earth? I didn't even check to see. One on Earth. That's it. Yeah. So he can still get back crypt rats if he needs to. Like, where if they do find a way to get rid of uh, pestilence via counterspell or some other shenanigans, you can't yeah. get that back. So, like I said, yeah. there's the trade offs. Yeah. He has two uh, Undying Evil in the sideboard. That's pretty interesting. Ooh, I, that card... Uh, I mean, it works, but like in, in all my instances of playing it, 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 it seems like, like you have it when you don't need it. 
And then when you do need it, you can't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I... I prefer to play I, it in blue decks, because you can do the Mulderister thing, and that's so... Oh, yeah. Hard. That's yeah. so broken. To do the <laughs> yeah. so here, here you need to rely on... Of course you can kill your own guys with all this Castellans on yeah. top. Yeah. And Undying Evil Grey Merchant uh, looks pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't had that happen to me yet, but the day it happens, I'm sure many tears will be shed. <laughs> but I'm surprised to see a deck uh, that looks so expensive come this far in a Velver heavy meta game. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I love corrupt to death, and, and Chris knows that. But uh, even I'll admit, I don't, I don't like corrupt main deck in a Delver heavy meta game, just because corrupt is not good against Delver. It, it, it six man is a lot. Yeah, you know, it is a lot. At the, when you get to six mana, you either are already winning or the Delver deck that's already won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In third place, we have uh, Deluxecoif, the man himself, playing the green one. And he is commenting a lot on his play of this deck on his Facebook page. You should check out facebook.com slash Deluxecoif. Uh, it's... Uh, and it, evolved, it was a deck that uh, David Schaffer and Deluxecorp worked on, and uh, Deluxecorp has kept working on it. Uh, a recent inclusion is the Octavi Drakes, for example. That's an interesting. That's an interesting choice. I think we can yeah, all agree. Octavi's awesome. I think we can all agree. If it's a green deck, Deluxecorp will play it. I, I think uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, as a Deluxecorp deck, it beats Delver all day, and it loses yep. as all his decks as. Uh, he's been he's been on a tear with this deck. Yeah. He's an old yeah, player. Yeah. He is. Uh, he you know if if you want to <clears throat> consider people gods of pauper, I, I'll admit he's probably one of them. Easily, if he, he go up on the pauper Mount Rushmore. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean Easily. one. One day when we when we decide to have a a, a pauper Hall of Fame, I, I think he's first ballot. Just if not for the you know he doesn't produce a lot of content on a lot of famous sites like a lot of people, but damn, does he really tear up the tournaments? Yeah, yeah. we've got a he's couple. Actually, like, how many heads to our pauper Rushmore do we have now? Because we have at least two, I think. What? Just the people who like their names are just so well known, like. They have defined what Popper is just because they're such a good player at what they do. Yeah. Well, like, what, but like Deluxikov was around back then and still is like yeah. hardcore plays today. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's, I'll give you that. He's, yeah. he's a Popper player yeah, through and through. Yeah. Like like I like I started recording back then and I'm still recording today. A lot of people started you know like doing pop articles and then they stopped. That's what. Yeah. Okay, I can't give you that. That's true. What were you? Yeah, he's say? a Popper player through and through. Dan, what were you going to say? I'm going to say that in fourth place we have... <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Weaver Blue. Yeah, Chris Weaver. Yeah, Chris Weaver, yeah, the new Mike Ross of, uh, of the MTG community. <laughs> and he's playing Mono White Control? No, he's playing Delver. Weaver Blue. <laughs> you, yeah. you would think that he would have swamps, but nah, no, no, you wouldn't. He's He's got islands. <laughs> And in fifth place, we have Scrubby, Scrubby playing uh, Affinity. Rush of Knowledge. On Affinity. It's like 2009 Affinity, right? Yeah, what's yeah. Rush of Knowledge? This is, this is the original, original Affinity. Yeah. Oh, the nostalgia. Lotus Petal and Rush of Knowledge. 
Yeah. Yep. Lotus Petal mm-hmm. isn't seeing much play in poker nowadays, but uh, here it is. Yeah. You take away m- all its main decks. <laughs> How far it's fallen when Storm... Well, yeah, we've had the discussion before. Like, Lotus Petal's greatest thing was that it was a combo enabler. Well, <laughs> Mr. Boy Storm infecting the other Storm deck, too. Yeah. You've no real combo deck to help enable... What do you he do? Just doesn't have he doesn't have a roster to be part a team with anymore. But you do have a five mana sorcery, and Lotus Petal does help cast that. Yeah, that is true. Sure. And sixth place, we have Perks playing Delver again with Cloudfin Raptors. Yeah, woohoo! Seventh <laughs> place, Raging Flump uh, again with Familiars. But not with his newer list. This is his older. Li- oh wait, what he has Delver in here? The hell? <laughs> What the hell is this? There's four Delver secrets in this deck. Wait, there's no, there's no there's combo in here. There, wait, what? I think he's trying to confuse. Oh, no, he still has Ghostly Flicker. He has yeah. the compulsive research kill. Uh, but he, he has... doesn't have an infinite like bounce thing or infinite mill. Oh no, I'm sorry, he does. He does. He Ghostly Flicker's the Cloud Affair Seminonic Wall. Uh, yeah. Then he gets infinite mana and compulsive researches you to to death. Yeah. Wait, how do you get back compulsive research and ghostly? Oh, I you, guess you click there you when you have infinite, infinite mana. You right. Yeah. Yeah. You you have to sit, you have to sit there and charge up so much mana before you want to go off though. Is yeah. Is there a of the synod in this deck for whatever reason? But if raging flump can do anything, that it's. He can click fast. <laughs> He's yeah. really good he at can click really Apparently, fast. he likes to click. Yeah. What are you saying? I Nate? wouldn't want to be the guy taking care of his mouse arm. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, Flump. Just keep, go- keep going. Just, we got uh, this. <laughs> all right, moving on. Burn. And then Here plays. is uh, the other Deluxe Coast guy right now. This. Some old guy is dominating the premiere event, and he's doing it with a different deck every, every week, week, it seems. Yeah, and this week, old, it was Burn. Some old guys, uh, he, he's been around uh, since uh, since I started Pauper. He's he's a veteran. Yeah. yeah. And look and at this Burn deck, it's really strange. It's 61 yeah, it cards. That's and great. it's got Fiery Temper in it. With he might have been drinking when he did this. Faithless looting into fire temper. <laughs> I don't think he. If he was drinking, he must have been drinking something fierce. Cause yeah, four oh. wild guests. Yes. <laughs> I like I'll this guess. card. I like this card simply because, if I'm not mistaken, if you have no cards in your hand, you ignore the first ability and you it still get to draw two cards. It does not work that way. It doesn't? You have to discard a card. Otherwise you have to discard a card? Yeah, okay. you have to. It's part of the cost. Well, it's really not that big of a deal if you're running red and you can't cast a spell at the time, so... Yeah, I have to try this list, actually. I will do a video with this list. Because it's, it's pretty cool. Nothing I've seen from Burnley. I've always liked the artwork on this card, because it's like... it's Like, the, you sh- like the picture on it is like showing a, pi- like a hole with teeth, and it's like... Eh. <laughs> I could lose my hand or get something good. Let's see what happens. I'd also like to point out, in 14th place, love crayons. With? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, like, just like the name. Love yeah, I just like the name. Love but he's, he's playing his blue-red deck. Yes. The blue-red control deck. But uh, anyway, back to the burn deck. So, um, yeah, I mean, 
It's a pretty fun list. Yeah, I have to yeah. say this. This looks amazing. <laughs> I, I thought I knew Burn, but this follows none of the principles. He's got Mog Fanatics and Frostburn Weirds, too. So he's playing... He's not playing uh, Fire Slinger. He's playing Mog Fanatic instead. And he's yeah. playing Frostburn Weird. I don't know if I like Frostburn Weird. I'm going to download this list. And I'm gonna... I like Frostburn Weird a lot more than Mog Fanatic. But... I think he's running Frostburn Weird because it's a decent defense. And when he needs that extra bit of damage, he can actually bring this thing through and actually do something. That's true. Uh, I, I like... think he can play a control game with this deck. Yeah. It doesn't need to be super aggro. I like, yeah. I like Fire Slinger than... You know, better than both of his creatures, but to to do well with this deck in a Delver heavy metagame, I mean, you know, you, you cast uh, a Faithless Looting and you discard two cards and then they go Spell Strike Sprite and your Fiery Temper, now you're down multiple cards. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. we have to try this and uh, report what it's yeah, like. This deck is, this deck is funny. Uh, in tenth place, I want to just mention Alfonso six 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 six. Oh yeah. The traditional list of familiars. So this is the list I play this week on video. Yes, Alfonso. And I, I choose this list because he has the Sages Rule Denison, and he's going to kill you. Alfonso is the the person I based my list off of when I wrote an article about this deck. So uh, he he's, I mean, uh, before uh, Raging Flump was discovered. Um, Alfonso was the one tearing up all the eight mans, and uh, he was actually doing well in the dailies too. With uh, but when Temporal Fisher was banned, so yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, there's so. a lot of room for mistakes in this deck. <laughs> you can yeah, you can't really yeah. Make a ton of mistakes. There's also a lot of clicking involved too. <laughs> Fifteen yeah. minutes worth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did win the match. I played. Who cares? <laughs> When I, when I ended the match, I realized, oh, six minutes left on the clock. <laughs> like, and I thought it was plenty. But yeah, I was, yeah. I, was, I was streaming with this deck for the first time I was streaming with it, and I was lagging because I had Magic Online for like two hours. And so <laughs> I was playing the deck, and I mean, we all know what happens when Magic Online leaks the memory. Oh, God. Just <laughs> a crap. So, of course, I started lagging, and my opponent made me play both games out, but I think by the time I was done, I had, like, two minutes left on the clock, and my wow. opponent didn't do anything that I needed to think about. It was just all for me comboing all. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special kind of experience to play this deck. It really yeah. is. And it's interesting that uh, Familiar Storm survived. <laughs> if you if you have one of two things, either a really, really, really crappy computer or a really, really, really crappy internet connection, I don't think I would suggest this deck to you. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be very, very patient and uh, good at clicking and like to spend uh, your time clicking on little cards. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you enjoy the, the sound of a mouse click, I... I think I might suggest it to you. And you must not like quick victories. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. will not get them. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to be the one that that you know takes it for holding up the tournament. So at, yeah. at one point, I drew the uh, the lone missionary, and I was like, "Yay, two power! I can beat down. It's a ten turn clock." Yeah, right. We have a threat. <laughs> I remember I was like, "Yes, I have enough mana. Now I just need to flicker." Oh my god, I keep flickering. Oh, so many clicks. 
Oh, and I was streaming too, and I only have four gigs of RAM, so my streaming was starting to piss me off. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a it's a challenge to like have something interesting to say when you click the same combination for the eighty fifth time. Yeah. I tell you honestly, it crossed my mind. my opponent. Do I really have to go through with this? Yeah. It crossed my mind. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's good practice because in a tournament you have to go through with it. Yep. Yeah, people will make you go through with it. You can't fault yep, them for it. should make you go through with it. Yeah. You, you can't, I mean, you really can't fault them for it. I mean, one of the drawbacks of playing Magic Online is, is the clock. Yeah. It's just, it's just what it is. And that uh, was it from the uh, premiere. Okay. Yeah. Um, on to topic one. This topic one was actually generated from the Popper to the People Pro Boards. Um, Shout out to popperthepeople.proboards.com. Yes. Come um, to the forums and talk to us. This was put on by Volatile. This is what he wrote, and that's kind of a... I have been trying to get some get some of my players to embrace Popper, popper decks for our multiplayer games. Our games are usually free-for-all to... Two to four headed, two to four headed giant games. Even in if all of them don't go popper, I've had a couple take on this challenge. I would be interested to see if you guys have a episode for multiplayer environments, some potential power cards and decks. Um, when it comes to to the popper format, I, and I posted down here and already commented on this, but uh, when it comes to the popper format, I think your basic sixty card two headed giant would, wouldn't be as interesting. You'd have to move into like Popper EDH to make a multiplayer fun online, and uh, but the problem is you can't use you can't use traditional Popper EDH guidelines because your your only thing you can have as a commander is a rare or a, le- a legendary creature, and generally they're all mythic and rare. So. We'll, we'll just go over the the basic rules here for two headed or for the the popper online here. For popper for popper EDH in general, if you're playing in paper, the rule is as follows: uh, you your your general is an uncommon creature, and there's three banned creatures, and that's Bloodbraid Elf, Dark Dark Hatchling, and Kitchen Finks, for the obvious reasons, too easily abusable. Um, but for online, as it stands online, if we were, if anyone were wanting to do this, for online, you, we'd have to make the the deck a legendary creature, and then just make sure the guidelines are the deck's common. All the cards in the deck are common. You know, Which would be a very hard thing to do. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I actually think that it would be quite interesting and challenging, because... I'm not sure there's that... I, I'm not sure if I could find, like, not, like let's say you're making a mono-white deck. Yeah. I'm not sure I could find 99 good common cards throughout Magic's history on Magic Online. Yeah. I think it'd be a good challenge. I think it'd be, I, I, I think it'd be fun to actually get people going on this and actually do this online. Alright, some point during the year, Pop of the People event, Dan, me, uh, Brennan, you have Magic Online, right? Oh, yeah. Brennan, uh, Peter... Nate, five of us, I'll stream it, let's go. Play some popper oh online, God. EDH, popper yeah, EDH online. Yeah, baby. I'm all for it, I uh, can build something. And, and Chris, too, if he can find the... Yeah. You know. Let's do it. 
I'll, I'll, I'll definitely stream it, and uh, we'll, we'll work it out. We just got to work yeah. out the time, man. That'd be fun. That should be a lot of fun. But we're yeah. going to have to ban some generals, though, because I'm sure there's some broken-ass <laughs> generals I'm not playing against. Like, like yeah, so, like, basically our guidelines are going to be... And, like, if anyone listening wants to follow up and actually try building something, I'm all for it. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to use regular basic legendary creatures, you know, whatever, but the deck has to be common. Oh, wait, actually, you know what? Better yet, how about we have the fans, or the listeners... Uh, fans, listeners, whatever. How about we have them send us in deck lists, and then you know we have like twenty something deck lists. The five of us, or if you know if uh, if uh, Chris decides to join or any of the other hosts, like Grant or whoever, we all pick a deck list and we play. Well, I kind of already have a deck in mind. Well, that does well. Tough shenanigans, now does it? <laughs> I've already thought of one. Just just off the top of my head, talking right now. We I will play either. whatever the listeners tell me tells me to play. I suck at deck building, so I'll play whatever the listeners send me. <laughs> somebody <laughs> please build me a Zer- Somebody please build me a Zer- the Enchanted No, 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 list. You, you can't ask. That's not fair. <laughs> the listeners get the shoes. Work. Yeah. Oh, fine. Did Nate try to cheat out of things again. God <laughs> damn it. Well, I had a list of, like, as soon as I said I it, I was like... This, that is, you know what? Have some fun for once, okay? Okay. So if you have build us some media, some pop read ageless using a legendary rare or mythic. I want that that Honda dog. That's a a two two for one, legendary. That's my general. I want I want Cosmic. <laughs> I want to get Cosmic. Yeah, but you can, I can't do that because you can't make like a mono. I think all Eldrazi should be banned. That's fair. Um, That's just ridiculous. That's, I, like, not even hard. If I was going like, to have a user request for an EDH general, I think I'd probably pick... I don't know. Come back to me. Peter, you're up. If I had a user okay. request? Let's, let's ban one general right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so all five of us, let's each ban a general. Let's each name a general. Uh, Nate, you're first. Koslik, the and Just Ulamog. So then doesn't says Eldrazi in general. Okay. Okay. Anything that's not Eldrazi. Okay, Brennan. Hmm. That's a tough one. I want to say, uh, Jared. No Golgari. Really? Lich Lord. Really? It makes oh. sense, actually. Yeah. Dead dog. Dead dog is actually doable on an idiot in the. Uh, not for that dog. But for other things, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's a few. Yeah. That, that's that's my okay, anti Gerard. Lord. Yeah. Nate? Oh, no, not Nate. Dan, sorry. <laughs> did you just ban all the Eldrazi, or did you just ban Koselec? All the Eldrazi. Oh, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about uh, multiplayer at this point, so uh, I have no opinion. No, just pick any legendary creature you don't want to see as an EDH general when we play. I, I could, I know one off the top of my head, just to give you an idea. Andric. Okay. Oh, take him. Andric the Spymaster. Uh, yeah, screw that guy. Yeah, screw Andric. We hit him. Because <laughs> no curiosity bullshit. Okay. <laughs> no Nim is it? Yeah, Andric, go suck something. Um. <laughs> oh God, if I had to pick one. Uh, I'm gonna pick. 
Come on, say it. That's tough. Zer. I'm not picking Zer. I'm not. I'm not gonna screw you. He's so abusable. I'm actually. I'm gonna pick Sabra. I don't okay. want. I don't want any stupid combo. You know, yeah, I don't want any stupid sacrificing combo bullcrap. I don't want anybody going, hey, I'll play a Visser Seer and try to stinkweed up every turn, and then I'll reanimate something. It'll be cool, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can respect that. Yeah. What are you banning, Peter? I already said it. Nif Miz. Oh, I said Nif Miz. Oh, yeah. Did Brandon ban thing? something? Yeah, yeah. Brandon. Uh, I said Gerard. Gerard. Okay. Gerard. So, yeah, that's our ban. Those are the ban generals. Wait, did, did Dan ban one? Yeah. Edric. Oh, yeah. 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 Edric Spymaster, because he's broken in pop. This format, he's broken, because everything's small anyway. I have no idea what he does. And we're, Edric, and we're banning Raffellos and Braids, too. I'm not dealing yes. with that crap. The standard banned ones are still banned. Standard banned listers. The standard yeah, the, the regular banned list is still banned. Yeah. Except Emrakul. Well, you can play Emrakul. What? No. No, it's <laughs> Okay. Dan wants to know what Edric does. We're, I'll, I'll read you to it. It, it. It's completely broken for what, it's what we're doing. It's um, basically uh, Ninja the Deep Hours, but all of your creatures. Yeah. Oh. Anything that, anytime a player hits a creature, person that's not you, they draw a card. It's so it's basically play weenies, overrun them, and just drown them in card advantage. And when you're playing nothing but commons, no you know how abuse well, that seems broken. Yeah, in a format where you only have mass removal in, like, one color, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what we're doing. So, you, listeners, build us decks. We'll, uh, we'll come up with a date in the next coming months yeah. and let you know. It's definitely going to be, I think, in the winter, probably towards the end of the year. Yeah, because the, the dandy time develop lists. Yeah. And we, I, I mean, I want this to be a big thing, and I'm sure we'll. Yeah. So we'll probably do it as our end of the year thing. Yeah, so, it'd be cool. Yeah. So you, you guys have your time to send in lists. We'll, uh, we'll remind you. Um, post lists on the boards, or should they email them to us? What should they do before Thanksgiving? Just message them to us. I'd say on just the board. email them to the pop oh. list. That way, can all yeah. kind of say, see what's going on, or no, oh, who yeah, directly generals getting. Yeah, email them like the, like make the deadline before Thanksgiving. That gives us uh, you know like between Thanksgiving and Christmas to uh, build these things. Yeah, that uh, I want to I want to go trick or treating with my niece this year. So or I'll, I want to go trick or I want to take her trick or treating this year. I'm actually looking forward to the Halloween this year because my my son when he decides what he wants to be he sticks with it. He wants to be Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice, really. Yeah. I'm surprised that's he even knows who that is, but that's awesome. <laughs> I showed him the movie, and I showed him the movie a, lo- a while ago, and, like, all he does ever is, like, re- he knows, like, every song from that movie for, at, by heart. Yeah. So next time I see him, I'm going to ask him to sing here, uh, This Is Halloween, or whatever, and he's going to yeah. sing. Yeah. It's really funny when he gets to This Is I Am The Clown With The Tearaway Face. That is funny when he does that part. He's like, I am the clown with the tearaway face. And he'll do the demonic voice and everything. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. I I like a week before Thanksgiving, right before the holidays really start. Yeah, so he can actually give us that much time to build our decks. We're going to call it the Battle Royal. Yeah. And we'll have a Skype call that I won't be hosting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's going on. 
But yeah, but yeah, so that's planned. Uh, what do we have next on the docket? Um, oh yeah, I'd also, I would like to apologize for Dan not having his, uh, his opening hello in, in Swedish. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it without me laughing for like 25 minutes. <laughs> I tell you what, though, if Mace does recordings, please send that to Chris, because it's funny just to listen to Mike lose his shit. Yeah, really? I'll, send I thought, all of them. Uh, I'll post it on YouTube. <laughs> I thought I, was, I thought I was pissing you guys off. I'm sorry. Oh, it no, was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was funny. You weren't making anyone mad. It was just funny. But uh, on to MGGO Finance. Um, go for it. Dan. Dan. Yes. Uh, first, we have to talk about Modern because uh, the modern, modern spiked over the Pro Tour. And Modern will spike again in seven weeks. But it's, some of the cards are falling, are free-falling now almost. If a card doesn't see play on Magic Online, it's, it has gone down considerably. An example is Through the Breach. So you should search Goldfish and find modern cards that have dropped uh, and pick them up because they will spike again. Yeah, pretty much. In June. Uh, and then, of course, the best place to pick up, uh, the best things to pick up on Magic Online is the flashback cards. We still have flashback drafts for all of April, and even though not all of the formats are relevant for um, Hopper, there are some nice pickups, like uh, uh, you should pick up uh, Nettle Sentinel in uh, end of April. Uh, right now, I realize that this will probably not... And nobody will hear this before maybe Saturday, the 6th. So it's too late to get rid of your Odyssey block stuff like Firebolt. Yeah. And then we have, after that, we have Time Spiral, Shards of Lara, Lorvin, and uh, Shadowmore. So it's mostly rares can uh, get those. But the flashback drafts are such a good... I always talk about them. It's because they are the best opportunity stuff up. People want to unload their draft things and you get great deals. Right now Mirrodin block stuff is still down. It has it did bottom out and it's starting to go up again but you can get crypt rats for two tickets. You can get uh, spinning darkness for nothing. Uh, five blasts 65 cents. Uh, Future charms 28. Queer rangers <laughs> for a like, Just pick it up. And Fire Blast for 65 cents. I paid $2 a piece for them. <laughs> yeah, and I think $2 is like a normal level for Fire Blast. Yeah, and yeah. It, Fire Blast also stands a chance of going up this uh, when Winter's Master hits them. Yeah. I can't uh, wait for Vintage Masters. I know you can't either, Dan, right? I'm looking forward to yeah, it. I can't wait for it. But we are not away from Vintage Masters. So Journey into Nyx is fully spoiled. I expect... Um, Winter's Master spoilers to start. And yeah. by that time, you don't want to sit on the on unnecessary... I said this before, but it's worth repeating. And that's why I sold my days today. Because you don't want to sit on unnecessary vintage commons like mm. days, gush. I said, because they could be worth 10 cents uh, in, in July. Yeah. Days is printed as common in Winter's Masters, which is very, very likely... It right. will drop. Uh, of course, if it isn't, it will probably experience what uh, uh, the cards that weren't reprinted in Modern Masters will experience and go up uh, a lot. But my theory still, is, you, 
Yeah. You see, if it is, say it's 50% likely to be reprinted, you can either lose 95% or double. And, yeah. Yeah. A loss is worse than a win, usually, in most people's opinion. So, I'm just saving it and getting out of days. Yeah. Right now. I think if they if they I picked it up during the flashback draft, so I gained a hundred percent. Yeah, I think if they reprint day, days, you're just going to see more Delver decks. <laughs> yeah, but they they don't care about that. They want yeah. the, the cheap counters for, and uh, of course, you should ne- not hold on to Force of Will and Lion's Eye Diamond now. They are just bombs waiting to go. They yeah. will be really cheap. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. Yeah. Lion's Eye Diamond could be 70 cents. Also, yeah. probably, like, uh, foil versions of commons that are popular for vintage Lake Delver. That could also go up online when Vintage yeah. Masters pops out. The problem so, is, they, are, they, uh, are they reprinted or not? So uh, I think the, the downside of reprints are... No, no, no. What I'm saying is, for cards that are not going to be reprinted in... Vintage Masters and cards that are also still popular because of Vintage Masters, because Vintage becoming such a bigger format online, cards like Foil Delvers could go up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I uh, have a hard time understanding the Foil market, actually. It uh, seems so random to me. So I, yeah, I would like to know more. If there's one thing that I know about Vintage players, after hanging out in the scene for so long, they love their cool-looking cards. And Foil Delvers... Is, if if you can get a card foil, you usually go for it in the vintage scene, as far as I know. Yeah. But that's that similar with mine. EDH. Yeah. Yeah, there's people that foil out their entire EDH deck. Well, EDH is really the pimp format. It's all about pimping out your deck. It's all yeah. about keeping your, your pimp hands strong. <laughs> is it still online? Do people still do it as much as they do it in paper? What, uh, vintage? No uh, foil. Or EDH. Foiling out stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. People love tricking out. Well, they did. I don't know if they still do. Yeah. I think yeah. they do. Don't quote me on it, though. Yeah. Uh, there's uh-huh. also a couple of cards you sell if you have extra copies that have gone up a lot uh, since I recommended them for the flashback drafts. <laughs> you could have made 200% on Invigorate. Expect <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> Uh, Spider yeah. Silk Armor has gone up so much, 51% Wait, last week. Did you just say I could have sold my Invigorates? Yeah, you can sell Invigorates is up now. It's up 100% this week. How uh, much you is could it? buy them for 10 cents during the flashback draft, and now you can sell them for 30. Oh, okay. Uh, Unearth, of course, is the biggest gainer, I think. Yeah, card's good. Uh, Shittering Rats is up 100%. Serum Visions, of course, went up a lot which I did not expect, actually, to regain its value as quickly as it did. Yeah. 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 I, I sold all mine. I made a decent profit on those Serum Visions. Yeah, one, though one, one spec that I did was yeah. uh, those Ruined Halos. I bought, I bought, four, at a, I bought four at a dollar and four at two dollars and fifty, and then two at four dollars. I sold them all today for eight eight tickets each. Yeah, nice. serum, vis- serum visions and paper are six bucks. Wow. <laughs> so you know what I once did? I once bought four tarmogoys. Oh my god! Yeah, look <laughs> how they turned out. <laughs> six 
Except I'm for I'm selling right now as well because uh, it will be flashback drafted in future sites and it's just a rare, it's not a mythic, so expect Tarmogoyf to drop at least yeah. 20% in the coming month. Yeah, but I don't, ex- I don't expect Tarmogoyf to stay dropped. It usually, go- it usually drops no, no. for a couple it, and then goes up. It, it will go back up on the Saturday after the flashback draft ends. So no, but, the, but that's my point. Make sure that people yeah. sell these cards fast. Like what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And buy them again. Yes. Uh, final uh, buy recommendation. Carevex Torch. Down really? to 15 cents. And this card, when it finds a home in Pauper again, it will be dollars again. It might take, yeah, might take two, uh, yeah. Actually, it was, it was in one of the top eight decks of the premier events. It was in one of the decks. Pick it up. It's a very... It's, yeah, it was just flashback drafted. And it will be back. And it, the bug is fixed. It's actually better than ever. Yes! Nice. Yeah, that took long enough, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it took long enough. Jackasses. Yep. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine... Like, I don't know much about coding these days, but can you imagine if, like, somebody at Watsi, like, just for some reason, just didn't think to check about it because nobody cared? And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, there was an extra slash backspace fixed. <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah, that, that, I think that was it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. All right, I'm done with the finance section. Okay. Uh, eBay hot list. Oracle Moldeas are eBay. pretty good on eBay. Yeah, s- sell Oracle online. Absolutely, it's up to like 500% in a month. Yeah. Oracle, right, what's so big about them? It's, it's modern, and you can play two lands a turn. Don't people play Corsair over it, though? What? I don't understand why it's so big. You basically, like, you reveal a top card of your library. I know what it is. Yeah. I don't know why it's so popular. It's, I don't know, it's just probably the... Cheaper Corsair. Cheaper Corsair, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it's only... So, well, no... No, well, it's four mana. Corsair's three. Right. When I bought oh, it... I'm sorry. I yeah, when I bought it, was lightning bolt. Right, but you can splash it, though, because yeah. it's like green. I, I guess. To, but, yeah. but what what decks play Oracle? Like Scape Shift doesn't. I don't know. All I know is the card went up because when I bought it, it was a, when I I got I got three of them on eBay for twenty bucks and they're at ten dollars. And then when uh, I just checked them now, they jumped to twelve dollars, so they went up. Fair enough. I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I just no, wanted fine. to know why they were up. That's yeah, all. just uh, Oracle Moldeas. They're 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 fiercely battled over right now. That's like for eBay, any good card. It's like like these when they're when they're hot. You're fiercely battling everybody else to get them. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Oracle was seven cents online during the flashback of Sunday card. Yeah. That's pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah, but no. So that's that's hot right now. But yeah, that's all I got. Uh, then we got our rage of the week. Um, by whoever Chris. can read this, please. Chris, I can't read it. Chris uh, put this one in. Um, okay, so it's by this is Tour Pro, who is the guy that's raging. Uh, it looks like he's raging at a guy named Sam. So <laughs> Sam. Sam, you want me to read it, Nate? Yeah, I don't go know for who it. Who the hell Sam is? I so, right at the end of the game, Sam goes, and so it begins. Sam, two in a row. What are the odds? And then against my two pros, Sam, that's impossible. Have to go through 36 cards to get one land? That's bull. 
Seaver plays his cards, yada yada. It goes, looks like he keeps going until he goes, Law Classic, I'm telling you, Sam. And then <laughs> Seaver responds, Who's Sam? Yeah, who's Sam? Yeah, seriously. Oh, again? Is there a lag? How do I, How do I miss the attack phase? Sam, I missed my attack phase again. Who is he talking to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what I was playing. I didn't know I that Chris was short for Sam. Okay. Sam, 100%, Sam, 100% this guy knows I am referring to what I told you about. <laughs> mulligan because I got zero lands. People mulligan because heroic, that's bull. Just my experience, that heroic ducks mulligan a lot. That was Chris, by the way. Who the Ooh. hell is Sam? Yeah. It's uh, his buddy is watching the game, I think. But buddies can't watch games. Can't. No, can't. Unless he's streaming. Yeah, yeah he probably is. <laughs> but why wouldn't he talk in the stream chat then? And... I don't know. Well, he, he clearly... Does he think going. that Sam starts with the letter C? Who knows? <laughs> it it, it doesn't. Probably goes go. You know, you know what's happening. You can't divert from it. It keeps going, see if we replace some mountains and place Corsair of the Coonsfix onto the stack and whatever. And the Trooper goes, imagine that! Such a joke. 100% review this guy, Sam. 100% that you will see what I told you about. Keeps going, keeps on going. See if we replace uh, our cast uh, Pulse Crusher. Trooper Pro plays the planes. 16 outs and insta-win. I will clearly not draw one. Sweaver has been attacked by a bunch of stuff. He does some things, it looks like. Stops him, and the guy goes, Imagine that! Things keep on going. He tries to stop it, and once again, the guy goes, Imagine that! <laughs> Not odd, that's tall. Timing and cards are the needed mysteriously are there. 100% of the time, I can't imagine everyone has the hack. This has to be a server side. We have a rat! Like, this guy's now going to full-blown conspiracy mode. Like, the white world is out to get me. Does this dude have, like, the tin-foiled-up covers in his closet so that Probably. they don't get the head? It's just the text, unfortunately. Yeah. Clear- clearly, though, Sam lives inside his head somewhere. <laughs> From now on, I will... Maybe it's Sam's at Gamgee. I'm going to have to revert to Chris yeah. Reaver. I'm going to have to revert to Chris Reaver as Sam. I'm going to have to do it. Imagine that. Anybody, well, yeah. No, no, yeah, you just talk to Sam while you talk to Chris Weaver. Yeah, apparently. He goes on the attack. Maybe maybe, Sam, um, maybe, they, maybe he's the son of Sam. Oh, yeah, uh-oh. look at that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just crazy existential people. Oh, what? my God. Yeah. Sam, 16 cards in my deck, and I instantly win. Will I draw one? Imagine that. <laughs> Sam, this is a joke. 100%, this guy is dirty through. He knows something he wouldn't be diverting otherwise. I think my brain cells are wrong. Blows up his Wow, classic. He gets all his sideboard cards, and I don't even get one card that started in my deck. That allows me to actually play. <laughs> True Pro has been attacked by Stormbreath Dragon and Stormbreath Dragon. That's a joke. I never lost to a deck this week in real life in 20 years. He left the game. Is uh, yeah. Dragon a sideboard card? Technically, MTGO is considered real life. I mean, you're not really dreaming while you're playing, so... Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe he is. Funny. He's clearly talking yeah. to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> who is you know, quite possibly You know what would be really funny? You know what would be really funny? If, if Chris Weaver actually had a relative named Sam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. All we can say is, Chris, thank you for still supplying us with these things. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're a supplier. 
More games on the uh... Clear, Clearly, Sam is proud that you did. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have some. Yeah, shout, we do have an email that somebody sent us. His name's Rocky. We crap. Yeah. Uh, Get up, Rocky. Rocky Get asked up, us Rocky. that question in episode 148, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> episode 148 is not up anywhere, is it? It's not on iTunes. Oh, that's the one that never got posted, was it? Uh, why is that? Around somewhere. I don't know. Because I posted everything, so I, it, it's up on eBay. I put it up on uh, on our on our on our walls. So I don't know what's going on. It's at the bottom of the ocean with Atlantis and know. all the other. Yeah, it's uh, it's sleeping with Cthul- the great Cthulhu in Rulia. Yeah, but Jimmy here Hall is, is searching for here's it. what Rocky wrote us. I found that I could use the twenty new player tickets to entire to enter the Phantom new player only events for each to event. Entire. I went three zero. I got three or two real tickets and a pack of M14. Each event cost five new player tickets, so I knocked all four out this weekend. I turned those twenty worthless new player tickets into two packs of M14 and six real tickets. I think I can trade those packs off for about four tickets each, so fourteen total real tickets. If a if a player could go three zero in all four events. They would end up with just about 24 tickets of product and eight tickets, or in parentheses, uh, eight tickets and four packs. And he goes on, I started off 3-0, but then ran into some amazing Phantom builds last night for 1-2, or 1-2. Some more epic builds this afternoon, but I managed a 2-1 finish for the two tickets. I swear the builds I played versus last night were too good to be true. So now I have 14 tickets to play with. Mox Monkeys went sky high this week, so I will wait on them. Perhaps I'll grab my Pyroblast and build a build or start building Delver. So, so a cool, question cool. for Rocky then. Uh, if you did go for the three-round new player events, why did you do that over the four-mounts? Because... So, uh, last time I checked, the four months seemed like better value, uh, and definitely less uh, variance. Because uh, going 3-0 every time seems hard, even if you're a lot better, you're just... If you're average, you're 12.5% to go 3-0, and uh, yeah, you're probably not... Nobody wins at Magic more than like 80%, 90%, yeah. so you should lose a couple just by random... Mulligans and stuff. I mean, Luis Scott Vargas only has like what a sixty-five win percentage. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's. Yeah, I the... expect he, he would have uh, close to ninety percent in the new player events. It's well, in the new player extreme. events, yeah. But... Yeah, it's probably extreme. He probably he might have had extreme luck. Uh, yeah, but uh, and I I answered him and said that uh, yeah. he should really look into, and that's a repeat from what we said before. Really look into the standard poker <laughs> play run events. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure his bankroll lasts. But uh, if he goes for uh, a Delver deck uh, or a, a classic poker deck, he is, it's, he is quite likely to bankrupt. Yeah. That's just losing yeah, yeah. a couple of eight months. Or I don't know what he's going to play to build. Because he can't really enter the uh, premier events yet. And the premier events are the only place where there is value. Don't be yeah. the guy that spends money in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to do that. Got to start somewhere. Don't, don't be that guy. Got to start somewhere. 
So that was our only really feedback. Does anyone have any shout-outs? Going once. Going twice. Sold. No feedback. No no shout-outs. Um, wait, basic- wait, wait. I want to shout-out this this uh, pen. Okay. It's a pen here. So, okay. There you go, and um, basically just a reminder again. We talked about the EDH thing. Start building those decks. Due date will be a week before Thanksgiving, so we can start building them and and do that. Um, other than that, I got nothing. Shoutouts to the love for Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. What other announcement? Just because it's been way too long since we've done one. For April? Or yeah, it's April next month. Yeah, let's do one. Brew of the month. We need one. Let's do a brew of the month. Next week, if you guys want to send us over the weeks, if you guys want to send us email requests saying what you'd like us to do, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, I'm probably going to defer to Blue White. Just fair warning. Let's do a brew (laughs) of the month. Yeah. So if you guys want to send us someone in, that'd be fantastic. Or is the month doing the brew? Nah, it's brew of the month. The month's never doing the brew. Let's face it. Yeah. Or is it? Standard pop. It never is. Standard or popper, classic popper, let us know. <laughs> I think we should go with standard popper. Yeah, we Always should. standard popper. Yeah. And then when we're done, I can uh, attack Brennan in the standard popper. <laughs> with the oh, hey. Spoiler start, not next week, but I think the week after. Yeah. Yep. Give me a G. Give me an A. Oh, we weren't sharing? So, sorry. No. <laughs> well, um, we thank you for the effort, but no. Uh, <laughs> so... How can they reach you, Brennan? You can reach me on the Magic Gathering Strat YouTubes. I'm out there all the time. Also on Twitter, it's uh, B Rankin, L O L Z. Um, or mtgostrat.com. Go out yep. there, lots of articles. Mikey? You can reach me on YouTube. Uh, MikeyK159 is my YouTube name. You can reach me. Uh, on Twitch, if you want, uh, my name there is also MikeyK159, and uh, you can reach me on Twitter at uh, nucon. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nate's. Uh, no, Nate's, not that. It's not nucon. Nate's my new sec. Well, whatever it is, Nate's Twitter is also my Twitter now, so feel free to contact okay. me there. And uh, yeah, mainly send all your stuff to me on uh, on YouTube. Um, I'm going to set up a new email account uh, soon so you guys can send me mail if you if you want again, cool. I guess. Yeah. I'll get a hold of you, Peter. Oh, you can get a hold of me on Magic Online at uh, midnight03 or on the forums at the exact same name. Okay. I'll get a hold of you, Dan. Uh, the best way to get hold of me is the Magic Gathering Strat YouTube channel. I think I check for comments about... 15 times a day, um, talk to Brennan. <laughs> uh, you can also reach me on Facebook uh, if you can spell my name. I'm the only one with a name on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then you can reach me at uh, at Nathan Youngkin on Twitter or NUCon online, and you can reach all of us on people at gmail.com. I would also like Office to add... Rooms. Oh, uh, and, and the forums. forums. And the forums. Pulper the To reach me on Magic Online, Mikey K one five nine. Uh you know, feel free to message me. 
Um, if I'm in a game, it might take me a couple seconds to, to get back to you, but I'm always willing to talk to people. Cool, cool. Also, I would like to add, remember to check out gatherling.com, player-run events site. That means events run by the people for the people. Not, uh, not intended to be cutthroat or anything like that. They're all free tournaments. All tournaments happen on Eastern Standard Time. If you guys want to check out Popper Classic Tuesdays, that is hosted by the great Long Time Gone. Nice guy. If you have any questions, please uh, message him on Magic Online. If you want to join the chat room for the for the event, because I keep forgetting, I believe the chat room is uh, slash join... Uh, PCT for Pauper Classic Tuesdays. Uh, if you have any questions, anyone in there will feel will happily help you out. Happens every Tuesday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you check out your time zones and uh, hopefully we put gathering.com a link to that in the uh, in the little show note under sky in the fucking show notes. I don't know what the you, thing. The <laughs> thing. The thing. You know when you when you read the info and previews about the episode and and all that. Chris, add that. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what you call it. Chris, add that. Yeah, Chris, add that. There you go. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Chris, Chris. If, Chris, if you can hear this, add it. Telling the boss what to do. I love it. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, so it's like you can reach us and stuff. Uh, so until next week, I'm Nate. I'm Peter. I'm Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Brennan. And this is Potter to the people. Boom, the spiel to folket. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> that was the Swedish translation of the name of our podcast. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs>